Welcome to The Real Deal, the podcast where we have honest conversations about leadership, mindset, and real estate with first gens. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and I'm a first gen myself. In this podcast, I'll share with you my journey, my challenges, my successes, and my failures. I'll also interview other first gens who are making an impact in the leadership and real estate industry and beyond. Whether you're a first gen or not, you'll find valuable insights, tips, and inspiration in this podcast. So sit back and enjoy the real deal. Welcome to another episode on the Real Deal podcast with me. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and a speaker that I have today. Um, I've been meaning to get this young lady in my podcast for a little while now, and I'm so excited that we're finally here and that we're going to be here to provide as much value as we can to you. Um, again, this is just my mission, my passion is to be able to provide you as much information um, to be able to help you grow into that person that you are wanting to become. And I have today, again, a great, amazing lady. I have Jasmine Salinas. And Jasmine is a multifamily investor. She's a real estate investor. She's also a coach, a speaker, and she's doing it all. And I am just so excited to have you, Jasmine. I can't wait for you to like tell us more about who you are. Tell the audience about what you do. And also share with us a little bit of your background story because that to me has been the greatest message that I've heard from anyone, you know, coming into this country as, as you know, as, as you did with your journey. So I'll just open it up to you, Jasmine. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you. That was an amazing introduction. Uh, thank you, Wendy. I've been looking forward to being in your podcast. So finally, we finally. are here. <laughs> so let's, let's enjoy it. Uh, so yeah, let's start uh, a little bit with my background. Um, yeah. And of course, if you want to you yeah. know, ask anything, feel free. Yeah. I came to this country 10 years ago. Actually, January is going to be 10, uh, 11 years since I moved here. Okay. And it was a really hard time for me. I yeah. had a great life in Mexico. My dad has been a very successful entrepreneur. My mom very dedicated to her family and just growing up like very happy, you know, Mexican families, tons yeah. of cousins and, you know, just a great time. Um, but, um, Unfortunately, my dad got kidnapped in Mexico just because he had several businesses. So he became a target for, for the cartel. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, you know, ex you know changed my life and changed everybody, for, uh, changed the whole world for us. So it was a really hard time. I remember, um, I mean, like I had never experienced more pain in my life than, than back then. Uh, yeah. My dad was kidnapped for over a month. So it was a lot of tears and a lot of pain, you know, and just seeing my, I'm the oldest of two sisters and one little brother. So just being, seeing them like so hard, mm -hmm. uh, so heartbroken, it was just very painful seeing my mom. But I mean, thank God, uh, my dad came back and after that life wasn't the same. So my dad decided to, to move to Texas. 
would promote back everything and left everything behind. And of course, I feel grateful to be here, uh, you know, because I was with my family, the whole family was here. But at the same time, it was a very hard time for me because, so first of all, I didn't speak the language. Yeah. I was trying to go to college and of course I couldn't go because I didn't speak the language. I had to start, like, I had two years already uh, in university. So I had to start all over again from yeah. scratch, uh, dealing with all immigration processes and all the barriers that we face as immigrants. So it was a really hard journey. But um, yeah, that's a little bit about my backstory. Yeah, it's impressive. You've that really just touches my heart just to see how much you've been through with that really scary frightening experience coming from you know mexico and the and the cartel and having to like escape everything that you knew to come into this new country new language making that big move that is very courageous of your parents of you to come to this country and like say i'm here and i'm gonna do the best and take every opportunity right it was not easy it sounds like so difficult my parents are from Mexico too um, and you just hear everything that happens down there right and it's pretty frightening so I'm so glad that everything turned out okay for for your family Jasmine thank you thank you so much um one of the things that I keep repeating myself is like if my dad, if my parents made all these sacrifices, left everything behind for us, if I don't do anything w with my life, what was that sacrifice for? Like, um, yeah. I have to pay it forward and I have to do something with my life. Yeah. So that's a, a very strong why. That's a heavy why. Very much so. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They went through their efforts and struggles to give us the opportunities that we have in this country. And for the very least we could do is just to continue to build and raise that bar that they have set for us. I mean, they made it to this point, right? So all of their sacrifices cannot be for granted, for sure. There's a lot in, on stake for them. Exactly. <laughs> so Jasmine, um, I know you are an investor. You invest in multifamily. What inspired you from there? Like coming into this country as an immigrant, what inspired you to start looking into investing? Not a lot of people typically go that route. You know, we try to stay safe and it looks like you're a person that likes to take risk almost. Like you're not afraid to go towards a challenge. So what inspired you to look into real estate investing well it w i wasn't really thinking about it i was just as i told you i started from scratch like my first job at the fast food restaurant and just saving money saving money although i had always had this entrepreneur uh spirit per se yeah. i always to i always wanted to have my own business i always uh wanted to do something great with my life i just didn't know what i didn't know yeah. what business i felt like i don't have any skills and you know it's not like i'm a dentist and i can open my practice or anything so i got my degree on business management entrepreneurship but i didn't know what kind of business to open but thank goodness, my dad is my mentor. So he was like, whatever business you want to open, mm -hmm. first step, you're going to need capital. 
whatever. You know. Yeah. So here I am working 40, 50, 60 hours going to college at the same time, full time. Like I was dying, but I did it and I was saving all the money. I didn't even have time to spend it, <laughs> but I was saving money. And at one point I had uh, $45,000 in my bank account. Uh, and I, I was so proud because it was like so much hard work, you know, yeah. like from fast food restaurant all the way to waitress and everything. Yeah. So, uh, save that money. Uh, and I was like, I know I can do something with this. But again, I didn't know what kind of business to open. So I just didn't want to have it on the bank. I know I knew real estate is the safest place to put your money. I couldn't afford to lose one penny because it was like <laughs> so hard to get it. Yeah. I was like, well, what I figure something out, a business idea, let me buy a piece of real estate. So I started exploring like buy a duplex, live in one side, rent yeah. on one uh, land, uh, all these things, buy a house, you know. So I was like, I didn't know what to do. So the fa the safest place for me and easiest way, let me just buy a piece of land. That's it. While I figure something out. So bought that piece of land uh, for 40000 and then, you know, with my hustle and my sales background, uh, a few months after, I got the opportunity to do sales for a real estate investment firm. And they told me, we're going to teach you everything you don't need. And I was like, I don't know anything about real estate, but definitely I'm interested. So they teach me everything. And I started understanding how to analyze properties, how to how investors think. And I realized that I didn't get such a good deal on my lot. I paid <laughs> higher than anybody else in the neighborhood. It was on 100 floor plane. And I was like, oh my God. So I just sold it. But rule number one, never lose money, right? Sell <laughs> it for 45000 Uh Now I had money, but also I had more confidence to analyze more properties and buy again. So long story short, I've been doing that for four years now, buying, reselling, flipping land. Uh, and to answer your question, finally, how did I get in multifamily? I was just, I mean, I've been doing this land for, for a four years now. And I was like, I know I can do something else. I knew real estate, that's what I wanted to say. But I was like, I know I can, uh, there's something else. This is like a get rich quick, but I wasn't building anything for the long term. Uh, yeah. It, one deal can just, you can just run out of cash. Uh, so I was like, you know what, let me start exploring. So again, I started exploring everything about real estate, Airbnb, uh, fix and flip, um, buy and hold, all these things. And I came across multifamily. And it was mind-blowing for me. I always say, that's when my third eye opened. <laughs> I was like, this is a no-brainer. How quick can it scale? That was probably the most attractive thing to me because I was like, so you're telling me instead of owning one house, I yes. can own the whole building? Okay, <laughs> I think. And, you know, most people think, like, you need to have a million dollars on your bank account to buy these assets. No, like, you, you do it with a group of people, yeah. tax benefits. Everything made sense to me, so I just... Went all in, head first, and let's just um, dive into the multifamily. So that's how I went. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it took a couple steps to get there, to get to discover the world of multifamily. 
Um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, were there any books or any mentors in specific that might have, like, helped you discover this new um, investment opportunity with multifamily? Anyone that you would, like, want to share with us? Yeah, there's a few, but uh, one, I came across uh, Rod Cleave's um, book, and yeah. he, at one point, he owned 2,000 homes, single-family yeah. homes across the country, and he explained how painful it was to manage all these assets and, you know, how, yeah, how painful it was. So I was like, wait, seems like all the big syndicators now, all the people who are doing multifamily, they transition from single family and they said like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not scalable. This is not the one. And everybody ends up in multifamily. So that was my first real, uh, realization. And then I also attended the real estate summit with Grand Cardone. So Grand Cardone is all about a mindset and all about like, 10x whatever you're thinking whatever your goal is if, if you, your goal is to own one home you're gonna be walking out like that is bs i need to own a whole building a whole city <laughs> that's his mindset so i think like both of them really instill in me like i need to pursue multifamily i got clear on this is what i want to do next yeah yeah those are like top of the those are like top industry leaders rock leaf and then grand cardone definitely the best of the best right there <laughs> I mean, we, we, what i do we just gotta learn from somebody who has done it right whatever your goal one of the things that i said like whatever your goal is if your goal is to have 1000 apartments you need to be with somebody who is doing one billion assets under management at least so you can understand because everybody can talk especially nowadays and oh yeah 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 it has coaching programs everybody can talk about it and it's great you know we all have something to share we'll have a great story but if you really want to learn you want to learn from somebody who is like 100 times ahead of you oh yeah i I agree with that 100%, Jasmine. Um, so for anyone who may be interested in like learning about multifamily investing, I know you play a big role in educating investors to be able to build generational wealth and to use multifamily as a vehicle. Can you talk to us a little bit, of, a little bit about that and like how can um, we build that education? Like where do we start sometimes we we think we know what we're supposed to do but some like a lot of us are just unaware of like how do we even start investing yeah everybody who wants to, uh, who's looking to invest the first investment that you need to do is seeing yourself in education yeah. on learning on understanding uh how how it works uh understanding uh, meeting people building relationships so that's the first step like because it's a lot of information it's actually like drinking from a fire hose mm -hmm. so it, and here's another thing um once you are clear that you want to explore this just start attending you start connecting with people start uh going to all these events and just go you know just try it <laughs> dip your toes into it some of us some of those, some people want to, you know, dip their toes. Some others are like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go all in. 
So it depends on every person, but the most important thing is just to start. You know, when I first started, I put my own money to invest, to, to learn how it works, to... Because one thing is, yeah, multifamily and the returns and how great it is. But until you put your own money, that's when you really understand. So later on, you mm -hmm. can just tell your story. This is why I did it. This is what happened to me. This is why I believe. And so many people are going to start raising their hand and asking you, like, I also want to do it. So uh, that's the first thing is to build connections and find people that you trust. Uh, they have track records. Uh, good track record so you can uh, start a relationship with them. Yes. And what you said about mindset, like start investing in yourself first in the education. I'm a big believer on mindset work as well. Like I believe that you will not be able to even start investing or dealing with like hundreds of thousands or millions, right? If you can't even get to the point where you actually feel like you deserve and, and and are worthy enough to be in these spaces, right? To own multi-millions or to invest money into a property that's going to be able to give you passive income. Like everything is just a big chain reaction with number one thing is mindset. Like I'm so big on mindset and I can see that you put in a lot of work because it sounds like from your journey from like where you started 10, 11 years ago to where you are now, not many people are actually taking the action to invest in multifamily or understand the concept and the benefits that come with investing in real estate versus like investing in the stock market um, yeah. and so forth. Yeah, and I always say it's eighty percent mindset and twelve and te technique. So yes. when I find out about multifamily and all that, it was like it was overwhelming, and it was this is a lot. Of course, I can do it by myself. If I wait until I understand how everything works, mm -hmm. analyzing the properties on the writing, like it's gonna take me one hundred years. So my first thing is like I'm just need to I just need to partner with the right people, somebody who I can leverage and somebody that I can add value with what I have, you know. Just bring to the table the skill set that you have. Because yes. if you wait until you understand everything, it just takes years. That's why so people don't take action. Because right. you will never find the right the perfect property. You will never find the perfect debt, uh, partnerships. There's a lot going on on this uh, big asset. So just go all in. Uh, so yeah, I think that's what uh, helped yeah. me, you know. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of us wait until we feel like we're ready, until we think we have all the information in our hands, until we feel like we're prepared and we have the right team, exactly what you were just saying. And that keeps us from actually taking action. And sometimes it is through the action process where we will learn the knowledge of like what not to do or maybe pivot to like a different way to do things. But eventually is you just have to put yourself out there in these rooms and talk to people, network and leverage each other's skills because we all have different skills that I think we can um, bring to these teams and these um you know, these assets, like you said, to be able to acquire these multifamily assets. So I'm just like, I love everything you're sharing because 
again, I think a lot of women coming with a background like us, you know, with immigrant parents or even being first great immigrants to this country, um, it, you don't see many in these rooms. So, and I think a lot of it comes with um, just, again, fear and doubt maybe, right? And to be able to see people like you, Jasmine, truly is inspiring. And I'm sure you're going to inspire even more women, women of color and immigrants to like continue to evolve in these journeys of understand that they are able to build generational wealth and not be stuck in that culture normal of, oh, well, this is all that I have and I just have to settle. No, because there's so much more out there that we have to take and full advantage. hundred <laughs> percent. Now looking back, um, I'm so glad that you brought that up because, mm -hmm. You know, especially being immigrants and all the Latin community, most of the time, yeah, I'm the only uh, a woman. I'm the only Hispanic. I'm the only one with a fake accent. Yes, <laughs> had you know, like nobody says like you need to be certain way, certain race to to enable all this. This is for yeah. us. The only difference is go and get it. That's right. It's out there, you know, the money yes. is out there and the properties out there is just, yes. just like you were saying, it's just a mindset. Mm -hmm. Feel like you are worthy of that. So many, I mean, if you ask people, do you want to be poor? Or do you want to re be rich? Yeah, everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to invest in real estate. But why are you doing? Are you really feel like you're worthy of it? Are you really putting mm -hmm. the effort? Because if you start... Thinking about all the excuses. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, I cannot do it because, I mean, what am I in a, this podcast if I can't really speak English? Why am I in this room sitting with Grant Cardone when, you know, he's the billionaire and I'm just here? Like, you know, it's like everything is mindset. Everything, everything. is mindset. So uh, I think you nail it. Yeah, perspective for sure. And I think you attract what you focus on. So if you focus on opportunities, you will find even more opportunities. Versus if you were to focus on roadblocks and challenges all the time. Yeah. I uh, wrote a book. Uh, I'm, I'm a co-author on a book uh, called Powerful Female Immigrants. Book. That's right. Yeah. And my title is uh, Turning Opportunities into, Turning um, Challenges into Opportunities. Sorry. And all those challenges, like, either can be the reason why you say, I can't do it, because all of us have a lot of excuses, and all of us have setbacks, challenges. One of the things that I say is, like, nobody has it together. Yeah. But it's our responsibility to turn that into opportunities to make the reason why we're going to do it. That's right. And you said something earlier on another podcast. I might have been listening, and I can't remember who's. But you said something along the lines of building up your skills. So if you focus on building your skills, no one's ever going to be able to take that away from you. Like even if something were to like crash and this economy falls apart or whatever the case may be, or let's say we all get kicked out of this country and we end up going back to our country. Like if anything, there's lead and opportunities everywhere, but nothing's going to be able to take away our knowledge in our skills and when you said that on that podcast i was like oh yes yeah i always uh tell people work on the things that nobody can take away from you mm -hmm. you know your values your skill set i know if i 
get to send back to Mexico, I'm taking all my contacts, you know, I'm taking you. Like, I have these relationships that I have built, I have this presence that, yeah, I can do business from anywhere. I have a skill set and I have a mindset that I can, it's going to be hard. Of course, it's going to be hard. I'm going to cry for sure. I'm going to cry. But, you know, it's part of it. We just need to be working on the things that nobody can take away from us. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, just to jump back on that, I love everything we just said about mindset. I just wanted to make sure we did talk a, a little bit about that as well. But um, jumping back on multifamily investing, um, for any of our audience listeners um, who may not understand all of the benefits that come with multifamily investing, can you give us some like um, key advantages or benefits um, that come along with investing in multifamily as a passive investor? Sure. I'm going to give you like a high level how money looks like for investors. So that's probably their, their, first, qu their first question and yeah. second, uh, the benefits. So, of course, every deal is different and, you know, this is just a high level. But let's say people have either savings or they have a retirement account. So many people don't realize that they can use their retirement accounts to invest in multifamily through a self-directed IRA. So instead of having your money losing value on your retirement account, you put it in a real estate asset. And let's say you you invest, uh, you know, for the sake of math, to invest $100,000 in a multifamily asset. Yeah. Our goal is to be uh, is going to be to turn it in 200 $215,000 in 5 years. During those five years, you're going to receive cash flow quarterly. And of course, the first year is, is lower because that's when we're taking over the property, doing renovations, doing all these things to add value. So usually starts at 4%, 3% annually. So when you have your money in the bank, it's like you get 0.001% annually. So here it starts from 3 to 4% the first yeah. year, and it goes all the way to 10%, 11%, depending on the asset. So that's, you know, uh, depends on the property. But that's kind of the high level. Like you miss $100,000 in yes. two years, you walk out with 200, 215. Um, and then uh, same thing with the retirement accounts and all that. We also have properties that are shorter period. Some people is like, I don't want to have my money tied up for five years. Well, some other properties that we have for uh, new construction or retail space is only three years. So you invest $100,000 and it turns in 170 in only three years. So that's not really good for your retirement accounts. You just want your money to grow as quick as possible. One of the things that I really like to do is get to understand the investor because everybody is in different journey. Everybody yeah. has a completely different situation. But for example, uh, for us that we are young are, or we have businesses or we have a good W2 job, you mm -hmm. want your money just to grow as quick as possible. You don't really need the cash flow. However, right. you want your money to grow as quick as possible. So, you know, by the time of retirement or you need it for other things, you already have uh, your money, uh, the compound effect, you know, like 100, yes. 200, 200 and 400, 400 and 800 and so on and so forth. 
But when you're like already retired and you need the passive income, then you need a property that cash flows more, you know? So that's why I like to understand the investors. Uh, and then the benefits, uh, it's of course the risk, the mitigation of risk. When you yeah. have money, there's risk on every investment, you know, yeah, it can go south any, any time. Uh, all these investments. However, you know, real estate is probably one of the safest places where you can see the property, you can go talk to the tenants, you have people yes. going to work every single day to pay your rent. You know, just like the land is appreciating, you know, if it's in a good location in five years, it's going to be double, triple the value of the property. So that's one, you know, like yeah. the safest uh, it's very safe compared to stock market or anything else. Uh, second is all the tax benefits. This is yes. something very important that that's one of the things that really attract me. Mm -hmm. So when you invest, uh, of course, I'm not a CPA. Uh, you know, everybody needs to you disclaimer out there. <laughs> Especially if you're in a doublet to you, this is different. But if you are a business owner, if you're a real estate investor, let's say you have, you invest one hundred thousand dollars. At the end of the year, you get a K one uh to do depreciation for up to fifty thousand. That you're gonna be able to grind off from your income. So, you know, that's that is gonna shave like fifty thousand of your in of your taxes, so that's really good. Um, and then how quick you can scale, how mm -hmm. how your portfolio can get diversified, and you can get um all the benefits of all these kind of assets, you know, like retail, triple net, or multifamily, uh, land entitlement. All these assets that mitigate the risk, but also helps you grow your portfolio. Yes. So good. I'm like you. I invested for mainly tax appreciation. That attracted me a lot, especially because I come from a healthcare background. And the more we make, um, you know, the more taxes we pay. Unfortunately, that was just the story of my life. And I love tax appreciation because it let me it allowed me to keep more money in my pocket at the end. Yes. Uh and it is, you know, this is like the something that the government does, but what they do is help you. Uh, it's just like an incentive for for investors. So what we are saying is like the property is losing value, like all the appliances, everything, ACs. So it's depreciating, but the reality is that the property is appreciating. You know, in paper is depreciating, but uh, in value is appreciating and it's cash flowing. So that's what allows uh, investors to to get that uh, depreciation at the end yeah. of the year. Exactly. Yeah, we have a few investments um ourselves when we started as passive investors, and I love that we can see the changes and we can see our money being put to work versus like keeping it where it was in the four one. You know, those retirement accounts where it wasn't really doing much. We were getting a piece of paper or an email saying, here's your invoice. And that was just not as satisfying to me versus going to go see the property, seeing the improvements. And I think that's another good thing about having hard assets. Yes. Like, I nothing's ever going to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> there are trillions of dollars to get on retirement accounts underperforming. So if yes. anything, just go check out 
el, the performance of your retirement accounts. Yeah. And then I totally resonate with you, like go, going and seeing the property yeah. improvements, how much you are improving the community, the life of the tenants is just amazing. Amazing, yes. And if anything, worst case scenario, right? Worst case for any hard asset or apartment that we may be investing in, let's say something happens, there's a fire. I think a lot of people think of, tell me the risk. So <laughs> tell me what, what is the risk, which I think any investment, like you said earlier, comes with a risk. But if worst case, let's say, um, you know, what, how would you answer that when investors are asking you, what are, what's, what's the biggest risk for me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the biggest risk, of course, yeah, if there's a fire, I mean, thank God we have insurance. And, you know, insurance <laughs> is not a good not something that we can avoid the lender but let us not have right, right now with the market the, the risky side is of course insurance is interest rates yeah um when yeah. we buy and this comes with uh when we buy these properties we have to do a lot of analysis a lot of due diligence a lot of data analysis because what we will always have performers of so this is how much we're going to pay on that you know this is the mortgage this is how much the tenants are going to be paying this is how much we um we need to operate the property but if the inter interest rates just spit in a skyrocket you know one day you just wake up just like it has been happening and you know that can shave your profits yeah. Uh, if you if you're in a recession, of course people need places to to live, and you always gonna have tenants. However, yeah. if you can raise the rents, you know that can be risky for investors as well. Um, yeah. So those things are the main thing, you know, insurance. Uh, yeah. from one year to another, it can be double. You know, if you were paying eighty thousand per unit, then Next year, it can be 1400 Uh We have seen that, you know, depending on, on, on the state uh, where right. you are. Yeah, those are all, all our risks mm -hmm. that are uh, part, of, uh, part of the investment. That's why it's so important to understand who you're investing with. That's right. Because you can have the best property, have the best location, you can have the best debt, but if the property, if the if the people who are managing the asset, they are not looking at finance projections and, you know, overseeing the property managers, the investment can go out anytime. That's right. Yeah. So important to always ask your questions and find out the track record for with the operators that you are interested in, in investing and partnering up yeah, with. Yeah, and build a yeah. relationship. I always right. people, they, before <laughs> you get married, this is five years, Elisa, you're going to be <laughs> dealing with these people. They that's right. They have control of your money. Because once you invest, that's another thing. You can't get your money out until the end of the cycle. So mm -hmm. take it easy, you know, get to know <laughs> the people day yeah. before you get married. So when you uh, find the right people, just go and, uh, and invest with confidence. Yes. Thank you for that, Jasmine. What, um, we'll start wrapping it up here, but I just want to finish by asking you, what is next for you? How do people connect? Um, tell us a little bit more of what's going on for you right now and going into the new year now, actually. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm super. I'm uh, I recently this year, mm -hmm. I funded with uh, a, 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 another partners. She, 
it's a group of women. She builds, she owns, she invests, she is me. And we be, uh, we created this community of women, just like you were saying before, to, to empower, to help women, to show them, like, if I did it, yes. of course you can do it. <laughs> yes. Show them, bring our network to them, bring our partnerships to them. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the realizations that I had uh, one day was like, wow, I'm so blessed to be part of all these masterminds, all these partnerships, you know, having access to you, to people who, have, who are doing crazy and amazing things in the world. But the reality is that most women out there, they don't, or everybody, they don't have access to that. So I was like, how do I bring them? How do I pay back? You know, we always, um, one of my partners is like, we always need a, a, a hand in front and one hand uh, on our back to pull everybody. And of course, somebody's helping you. So we we created this community and we are on a mission to help one million women create uh, generational wealth through real estate. Uh, but not only that, foster personal, professional, and spiritual growth. So I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, next year I'm just gonna go all in on that, and I will love it. it. Uh, yeah, the sky is the limit. <laughs> that is a wonderful community that you are building. I often jump on those calls and those I see are you. always amazing. <laughs> <laughs> always amazing guest speakers. And I love what you're building there to be able to help even more women who are inspiring to do more in their lives, to figure out their passion, their purpose, and to to start building wealth ultimately so that they can find financial freedom for their for, for their families. Yes. That's wonderful. How do we connect with you, Jasmine? Uh, so they can visit my web page, uh, massive.capital slash Jasmine, J-A-C-M-I-N. Uh, and I have a freebie there. People can download my ebook and learn more about my story. What we just talked, just going deeper into mm -hmm. the nitty gritty of, of my story. So you can download that ebook. I also have it available in Spanish. And of course, social media. Uh, you know, I'm always hanging out on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> official Jasmine Salinas. Again, Jasmine is best with JC. And I'm on all social media, Facebook, LinkedIn. So that's probably the best way to connect with me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to put that information on the description notes for this show. Jasmine, I am so happy that we spent some time together. You truly have made my day. I'm so happy that we finally got you on the podcast. <laughs> You're a busy girl. And then I know you just celebrated your 30th birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> that's amazing and you're gonna um keep doing amazing great things and keep inspiring us jasmine um i know there's a lot for you to come and you know for your achievements down the road you've already modified like molded that person that you are right now to continue to motivate even more women so your journey and your story has been your biggest message. So thank you so, so much for your generosity to share your information so that we can together as, you know, we join forces and we continue to inspire even more. Exactly. Well, I'm not going to do it alone. It's not because of me. It's because of we. We need to collaborate. That's right. Your brain. <laughs> <laughs> 
yours and your shine is gonna is not gonna dim mine so we all need to shine we all need to become the best version of ourselves so we can impact everybody around us our families our communities and the whole world yes i love that I love that. And we will finish with that beautiful message right there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank you, Wendy. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to The Real Deal Podcast with me, Wendy Acosta. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something valuable that you can apply to your own life and business. If you like this podcast, Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite platform. It really helps me reach more people and share my message. You can also follow me on social media and visit my website for more resources and tips on how to become a successful real estate leader. Until next time, remember you are the real deal and you have what it takes to achieve your goals. Stay positive, stay focused, and stay tuned for the next episode of the Wendy Acosta Real Deal Podcast. Bye for now.